Hello and welcome to Confessions of an Aging Ingenue. I am your aging ingenue, Jenny Tooley. So excited to have you here today. We are going to get started here in a minute, but first I want to extend a personal invitation to you to join us in the confessional Wednesday nights, first Wednesday of the month. Check it out at JennyTooley.com. You might even end up in the confessor seat. Okie dokie, here we go. Hey everybody, it is Jenny Tooley here with episode number what, 13, 14? Hmm, of Have I Told You About the Time? Yeah, I'm sounding like really flaky because I haven't kept up with the podcast numbers, which is so unlike me. I'm usually like, must know everything. But with this podcast, it's really been about don't have to know everything, just going to do it (laughs) and make it as simple and easy as possible. So you're listening to me talking into my iPhone here uh, on a sunny fall day in uh, Austin, Texas. Yes, let's see. We are down to, I think it's 90 degrees today. Tomorrow, I think we're supposed to drop down into like the upper 70s. We'll see what happens. So there's like a little bit of crispness in the air. It's awesome. Uh, today, I uh, I think I'm going to wrap up uh, some of my audition stories today with um, this one. Have I told you about the time that I was cast in a little movie by Richard Linklater? called boyhood <laughs> oh this is a good one you guys <laughs> okay so boyhood I had been in New York for 10 years um early on in New York I had left acting professionally I was like no more can't do it don't want to do it I had been to all these big agencies talked to really big agents and none of them hired me had my first little you know late 20s nervous breakdown walked away from the industry, which is not an easy thing to do. Maybe that's a whole episode is like, how, you know, how do you walk away from this industry? It is truly a difficult task, um, in my opinion, in my experience. So I'd walked away from the the industry and, um, eventually I came back. I decided I wanted to keep acting, but I was going to act only with friends. So I was doing that on the stages in New York city Got down to Austin and something just said, okay, you need to go ahead and um, find an agent. But I decided that this time I was going to do this on my own terms. I I had had my previous agent in Texas tell me that I was going to have to do everything. Commercials, television, um, industrials, films. That was the only way it was going to work. And when I got back to Texas, I was like, look, I am not doing commercials. I don't know. Not me. They're not for me. I don't really like them. I uh, have a, like a value system that doesn't work within that world. So um, I picked out the two best agents in Texas that or the two at the time. And those two were uh, Collier Talent in Austin and Mary Collins in Dallas. I sent my um, headshots out and I said, if I don't get in with one of those two, I'm going to let this go. Months go by, I had let it go. <laughs> and I eventually get a phone call from Heather Collier. I go and I talk to Heather, and Heather was awesome. And I, li- I really just laid it out with her. I was like, look, I don't want to do commercials. I'm not good at them. I don't like them. She's like, that's fine. I was like, huh, 
wow, that's weird. <laughs> I, I, okay. Because in my, my little old brain, it wasn't okay to lay out my boundaries with people. I was going to get in trouble or something bad was going to happen. They're going to turn me down, whatever. And this was literally like, oh, that's fine. And she said, you know, we have all different kinds of people with our agency. Some people have full-time jobs and are doing this, you know, as a side hustle or because they enjoy it. Some people do this as their main hustle. She said, I'm going to represent you, you know, if you want to be represented by me, regardless of, of whether or not you do commercials. And I said, great. So it felt really good. And um, I really liked her background of how she, what she had done before she got to Texas and opened her own agency. So um, my first audition was for Lifetime Movie. And, um, you know, some good, good old-fashioned Lifetime Movie cheese. And uh, I, I did that. And then my second audition was for this mysterious project that Richard Linklater was doing um, that was spanning over a period of 12 years. Well, if you know anything about me, you know I have a background in experimental theater and site-specific performance art and everything else. So that sounded very interesting to me and also like something that I would try to do. Because if you know the background on Stuck, which is my first feature film, when I wrote it and was initially wanting to produce it, it was going to be pretty whacked out. Like, it is whacked out, but it was going to have multiple formats. We were going to use different kinds of um, film and video. And uh, so when I heard that they were doing some kind of, you know, kind of top secret project over the period of 12 years, I was, my interest was piqued. And um, I was given, what was I given at that audition? I was given a synopsis for year eight, whatever that meant, right? I didn't know what that meant. Synopsis for year eight. It was like a one page of what was going to happen in this year. And then I was given sides. And those sides came from the Lifetime movie that I have recently auditioned for. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is, this is weird. Um, so I prepped those, what I did, I think I may have even gone to a coach, which is the first time I've ever gone to a coach. And I'm maybe the last time I'd ever gone to a coach, not because she wasn't awesome, but because I just haven't gone back. Um, and we worked up a character for Annie out of what was written in the, um, synopsis for year eight of boyhood. And then I applied that character to the sides I was given for that Lifetime movie. So what are sides? Sides are uh, pages from the script. So it's like a little scene. It might be one page. It might be several pages. In this case, it was several pages. But the, the, the thing about it was the character that the sides were for weren't ex exactly like the character I had created for Annie. So I was literally taking this character I created for Boyhood off that I created off of this one page synopsis and applied it to a completely different script. So it was a little bit awkward, but it worked. And I um, went into the audition and it had turned out it was Beth Sepko, um, who was, she was the casting director. And then um, Richard was there and I think somebody was maybe running the camera. And I, I had come to understand that they had only invited a few people to this audition, which was very cool to be one of those few people, right? And um, 
basically I read the sides you know I did the performed the the character the character overlaid onto the sides and um, she asked me to take off my my East Texas accent and I did and um, then Richard started asking me questions and the questions were like in the past I would have answered these questions with like stock answers so I seemed like everybody else because that's kind of what you do in commercial land you don't want to stand out too much, but you want to stand out enough to have a personality. Well, this time I was like, I had already made a commitment to myself that I was not going to try to be somebody else um, in my acting profession. So I walked in and I just, I was Jenny Tooley. And um, Jenny Tooley's answers were like, I don't remember the exact questions he asked me, but um, I think he might have asked me about, you know, living in Austin. And I told him why I had moved and it was so that I could have a fuller life. Um, and I had talked about my experiences in New York, uh, you know, living in New York is hard. Living in New York is hard. And I talked about my experiences doing experimental theater back in Dallas. Um, so, and if you've seen Boyhood, my character has not done experimental theater. (laughs) So I walked out of that audition and I called my agent. I was like, uh, I'm feeling really unstable about this. That was, that was weird. And she's like, everybody says that after one of these auditions for this movie. And I said, okay. And I walked away just having that ooky feeling. I don't like the ooky post audition feeling. Ugh, yuck. Um, and I think at that time I hadn't really committed to doing like my post audition fun Jenny thing that would get me back into my like regular life zone. Um, so I think I just kind of kept feeling a little ooky, but I got a call and was told I had been cast as Annie in Boyhood, and that was amazing, and, um, boy, this is going to be a long story. I might have to do a part one and a part two. Uh, so I got cast in the movie, and, oh man, my first year there was year eight, so they had already done seven years of shooting. I walked in and it was, oh my God, my first year there was amazing. The way it all worked out was they invited me to come to Detour Productions, the studio basically that Richard has over at Austin Studios. And um, the, I, I was booked out for a week. And the first thing I did was I went and met Richard, which was great. And he introduced me to his daughter, Lorelai, who plays the daughter in Boyhood. And he said, why don't you guys sit down and write a scene together? <laughs> I was like, um, okay, that sounds great. What are we going to do? Uh, this movie played on every single piece of low self-esteem I had. Like, I did not... I had a real sense of myself that I was not good at improvisation. I, even though I had written scripts, was like sitting there going, I can't write a scene for your movie. Um, singing, yeah, every everything that I felt like was weakness for me was challenged in this movie because this is the way this movie got made. Um, I was not given a script for all my scenes. Lorelai and I wrote the scene that we... Um, did in the van while driving to Annie's parents' house um, on the little family outing. 
And uh, so that day, that first day, we sat and wrote the scene. And I don't know if that's all we did or if we then headed out to do a location scout. I don't know if that was the same day or the next day. I just remember then we did a location scout. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, we had a family dinner. We went over to Mother's in Austin, which is a vegetarian restaurant where I met. We sat down for a family dinner with Richard, Lorelai, um, Ethan Hawke, and the son. And I'm so sorry. Your name is escaping me right now. Even though I absolutely know what it is, I want to say Eli, and that does not sound right. Um, So we had this family dinner for that side of the family that night. So it was like the the new the new family dinner. My my newborn children were not there, but all the other kids, like the step family, was there. So we had done that. I sat down with Lorelai. We wrote a scene. Then we all go out on this location, Scott. We, like, pile into the van. Can you imagine, you guys? I mean, this is, like, for somebody who's a writer, director, storyteller, creative human, this is, like, a dream that I got to do all of these things in the process. We have a kitty who's excited about it, too, here. Um, So I get to pile into the van with everybody, and we go out to the house where we're going to meet fam, um, where I first meet the family and we pick up the kids to take them out to the grandparents' house, right? And Patricia Arquette was there with us that day, as well as Ethan and everybody who was in the scene. And we just kind of walked through it. We're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is where it's going to happen. Okay. And then we went out to lunch and we all had lunch together, uh, including a lot of the, um, the AD and uh, some producers, some other folks. And then, I don't know, I think, I don't know that we drove all the way out to Bastrop um, that day or not. But, like, that was really an amazing gift I was given. Also helped me feel much more comfortable because I didn't arrive to the set completely new. I had already met people. I had, you know, had meals with them um but it also was perfect because I was still new so for my character she's the new wife she's got the new baby she's still really uncomfortable in the family dynamic but she knows them right so that's exactly what I got to do was as a human actor have that kind of same experience which really helped me um, on the set because it was the same experience. I don't know. So to some of you, that will make perfect sense, and others, it will not. Um, but then we, we, shot, we shot some of the scenes. So we shot scenes at that house, which was somewhere in Austin, and then we drove out into Bastrop to this beautiful land, and for those scenes, we were given a script. Um, we were given a script for that, for the birthday party scene. Uh, the babies showed up. There were twins. They were both either sleeping or sick. I don't remember, but I remember I couldn't get my hands on them to become happily ensconced with babies. I love babies. Babies love me. 
But the interesting thing, again, that happened was since I didn't get my hands on these babies, I did not feel 100% comfortable with them when we were shooting, which added in my being going, oh, crap, you know, I'm feeling a little awkward with these babies. Uh, But Annie had never had a baby. So, and um, her husband, you know, Ethan's character had had a baby. Brilliant. So like in the church scene, I cannot get the baby to quiet down. He takes the baby. That that was not all planned. That just naturally happened. That I am sitting there uncomfortably with this baby who will not quiet down. <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of a beautiful moment. So we shot out in Bastrop and that was a gorgeous night. Um, shooting that first year, which was year eight, Uh, was a really magical and frightening thing. I have shared in my last podcast about singing uh, when Ethan pulled out the the guitar and was like, let's sing a song. And Rich was like, great. And I'm like, holy crap, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And I, um, you know, basically had to shunt down my fear of singing Uh, that had grown over the last 10 years. Like, if you believe in a higher power, mine was there waking my butt up and, like, pushing me through my comfort zones. Like, in a safe environment, but an environment where I did not want to fail, right? So, um, yeah, we sat down and sang that song that the family sings. You're going to have to see the movie if you haven't, or rewatch it if you need to remember. Um... Family sings a song outside. It's a beautiful little moment. And uh, I learned that song the day before we shot it. Just kept singing it and singing it and singing it all night long until I fell asleep and woke up the next day singing it and singing it and singing it so that when I got to the set, I knew the song. And um, actually what had happened was uh, Ethan and I taught the kids the song. And um, even uh, at at one moment, I kind of carried us through a little blip uh, where he lost the train of the song for just a moment, and I kept going, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I kept going, yay, Jenny! Um, after that, we shot that. Richard thanked me and was talking about how great it was to have that as an additive moment, and man, I just couldn't even take it. Like, I could not receive that compliment, and I that may be one of my regrets today is. I put up a small wall between he and I because I could not accept that compliment. And I ended up like having to, to leave and instead of probably maybe having a, com- a further conversation um, and, and make a phone call to a friend so that I could get myself stabilized again. Because um, that, like, that was one of my huge insecurities. And I, I, even though I had done it, it still my brain was telling me I had not done it well or had not done it good enough. So um, let's see what time it is because I truly, yeah, I may have to split this up into two uh, because the rest of the story, there's still years to go. (laughs) Literally, there are still years to go on this story. Um, So yeah, we wrapped year eight, my first year on Boyhood. That was an amazing, magical year. What happens next Oh, it's fascinating. 
And we'll stay tuned until next week, folks. <laughs> okay. Have I told you about the time I was cast in a little movie called Boyhood? Part one. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for being here with me today. I'm Jenny Tooley, your host. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about today's episode. So please comment, review, follow, subscribe, all those things that keep our podcast thriving. Until next time.